You know, August 19th, 2021, time is 10 a.m. Thanks for joining us today. We'll be back next week with a whole lot more show. It's been a lot of fun. I want to thank my guest, Jay Weingarten, who killed, and Justin Martell. What a wonderful book he's written about the great. Tiny, ironically titled, ironically labeled, ironically named, Tiny Tim. This guy was big. Wow. Let's change, the, let's change the energy, Doug, immediately. How do we do that? Sure thing, T. What do we do? First of all, I don't got nothing on my mind. This is blank. Come on, dude. Nothing going on there, Wes. I can't. I'm just looking into the camera. Usually I, I see some kind of logo, something. Something's not clicking. That's okay, though. That, you understand why my where my frustrations lie, Doug? Why I can't come in hot? I can't come in with full positive energy when I'm when I'm facing. It's back. We're good. We're clean. It went away. But maybe it's supposed to go away. Nobody feels comfortable talking to me anymore. Nobody feels safe, to be honest. See? Come on, dude. Here's the deal. We're having space. some trouble. We'll be back up any second now. Now well, they're scurrying, you did this hiding under, the, under their desks. First you did this time travel thing where you said the show was over. <laughs> You're right. We're trying to travel like, in time sometime. I looked at my watch like five sanity. times. Like I said, the, yeah. did, did I, I miss blow something? your mind? I think I'm right. the, the folks who are on shrooms or doing bong hits, they're just like, huh? <laughs> How are you today, Doug? You're looking good. I, first thing you do, you come in, I say, I like it, right? Thanks, Tay. You mean my shirt? Yeah. I'm going for like a Michael Stipe look. I'm listening to Green. Green. <laughs> a lot of 1991 kind of era. Yeah. I can't get, I can't, I can't, can't do the collarless. That's me in the corner. Oh, yeah, the collarless. Oh, is a, I love the collarless, yeah, dude. It's an odd I hate choice, a collar. It, it doesn't my, work for everyone. It's all, uh, it some people look strange. my neck. See, I feel weird when there isn't a collar, then I'm just, I would just be stressed out. Like, where's the collar the whole time? But. Are you guys on your mics? Any, are they anywhere near their mics? I'm near feel, my mic. Okay, feels. I feel. Uh, how's that? Feel like you're off my mic. Right day, day and night. Good morning, Vic. Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Things are good, huh? Yeah, a lot of, yeah, very, very fun. We're back to school. Things are going great. <laughs> the good news is we've got a tremendous show today. It's true. We. I'm just playing a little gag, a little game. We have not wrapped up the show. The show's just getting started. We've got the great Jay Weingarten's going to do some comedy for us later. We're going to talk to Justin Martell, who's written the book on Tiny Tim, Eternal Troubadour. You've heard me talk about it. I did the narr- I did the audio book. You can listen to it. <sighs> Matt, good morning, producer Matt. Good morning, Tim. Um, Thanks, by the- Nate Bailey. Just gave us five bucks. Oh, wow. Nate. Maybe we should shake that tin cup a little bit here this yeah. morning. Always, if you're watching this live, anybody send us have... a couple bucks. Tip your drop, boys. Oh. If you want to request a drop, maybe that's the thing that's, we could fucking yeah, do. We can do that. Um, uh oh, bad news. That was five dollars <laughs> Canadian. Oh, is that more or less? It's, it's less, less. Much less. Much less. Um, it was like three forty-five. Something like that. I'm challenging somebody. I don't know who it's going to be. Somebody out there watching right now. I want the challenge is this. Somebody. Give us fifty thousand dollars right now. Go for it. Go for it. Okay, where the money comes from? Just do it. Just do it. Get out of your savings. There's got to be some kind of tech billionaire watching the show right now, jacking off. Sell one. Get rid of one coin. Yeah, sell one of your bitcoins. (laughs) Have you seen the Flaming Lips new uh, crypto Wayne coins? (laughs) Wait for real? No. What if they did? I believe Mm. everything. Wayne Wayne coins. coins. That's good. Thank you, Doug. Mm Um, wow. <laughs> so next week is huge. I just want to get through this real quick. Next Dog. week, we're doing the Office Hours live, live. We're live in person here at, in LA in the worst named venue in, in the world. Dynasty typewriter. God bless him, I think it's a cool name, but you ha- you, it's hard to remember. I can't. I can it's not hard. Well, that's For me, the, it's hard to remember. 
That's the only thing it's got going for it. Oh, Dick, okay. Is that it's easy. It, it it's a it's like an earworm. It sticks with you. Mm. But what's maybe a better name to venue? Candlestick Park. <laughs> <laughs> Boring. What they don't have lights there? Hold on, let me turn you up, Doug. Because I feel like I'm just. I'm d- my my drops are lower mm-hmm. and my voice is lower. Doug, and you uh, are just like the it could be your monitor mix there. But listen, two mega shows live in front of a studio audience. We haven't done this. We did it once years ago, sort of on the fly. Some many many remember it. This is going to be two shows. They're completely sold out, but we are going One, to be two. broadcasting both shows. The early show will be for patrons only, so go to patreon.com slash live to make sure you're a member so you can join us. And the second show will be public. What else do we want to know? There's, there's not much I could say because we've got – it's so packed. Wait till with, you see the guests. That's, I, what, I to, I that's the, what I want to say. I had to you. fight for some of these guests just so you know. <laughs> Tim was trying to chop them no. on the chopping block, but I mean, get the ready. concern we have now is that we're overbooked. We have so much show, and it's going to be a just a spectacular show, two shows, One, two totally two. different shows. So One, two. Um, will there be similarities? Of course. Not but that many. Not that many. So it's you know it's going to be a mess too because it's the first time we're doing it. Wes is going to be scrambling. Matt's going to. Matt, are you on the verge of a nervous breakdown over this show? <laughs> it's, it's not been good. Mm-hmm. Poor Matt. No, it's great. It's a lot of work. Everyone's been so nice. All the special guests are so cooperative. And then they're going to flake at the last minute, <laughs> scrambling oh, they're again. It. They're so excited. Um. So join us. That's going to be, this is the big news though. It's going to be Tuesday of next week. That's the news. That's what CNN just reported. CNN says Office Hours Live is on Tuesday. That's on their front page right now. The dinner time show. A dinner time. We should eat during we the should. show. People love listening to us eat. Some wings. We get a lot of compliments Popcorn. on that. Yeah, they like that. Um, yeah, we're going to have lots to talk about when it comes to all the surprises we have in store, but they would not be surprises if we talked about them right now. So I'm going to move the show along. I'd like to reach out to the hotline. Is there anybody on the hotline? My butt's been wiped. Yes, we've got... Uh, Rarely go to the hotline. We're 361. Starting, we're no longer calling it the hothead Jason. hotline. We're looking for better energy. Jason. Less bits. Jason, are you there? Timothy, Victor, Douglas, Ooh. Matthew. Yes, sir. Formal. Yes, sir. What's up? How, how are you, sweethearts, doing? Oh, <laughs> I mean, the... Not good. Hey, What's this? We're good. We're good. Anything else? Do you have any questions, comments, or complaints? <laughs> um, I just... Uh, no, not really. <laughs> Nothing really that much. Just... Where are you calling from? Say hi, and I miss you, boys. I'm calling from Denver, Colorado. Mile high. Mm. How do you like that? The great, the great state of Denver, baby. Right. We love Denver quite a bit, Uh, actually. The 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 air quality is getting better. I don't know if you saw. I mean, I'm sure you guys are living the actual fires, but we we get we get all your smoke. Okay. Right. Well, I'm in my bubble. I don't care about anything outside of my immediate zone. My obviously Hollywood news is very important to me. Gossip, what's going on with TikTok? But when it comes to other states, other people's problems, I can't get involved. Yeah. You know how Are it you is. chatting with Renee Fabergé a lot or No, he's banned from the show actually. We just made that decision amongst we had a team meeting. Not everybody was on board with that, but he is banned from the show. Oh my god, why? Uh, why? For why inappropriate that? stuff hap- stuff that happened off the air, let me just say that. Some inappropriate behavior. Oh. It wasn't okay. that segment okay. he did, Tim? I mean... No. It was stuff he did off the air. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. But I can't, I can't believe into. I can't believe uh, they let him on um, not even a show. Like they let him on there now. That was great. That's a yeah. Well, I should I'll break character now to say that <laughs> <laughs> if you're not in- if you're not watching not even a show, that is my favorite show right now. I've spoken about that publicly. And they did a gr- they do this great thing where they get these uh, people on thinking that it's a real show. And Sal and Richard from the Howard Stern Show used to do this too. It's so devious, but they convince these people to go on these shows that aren't real shows. And it's just like a time-wasting activity for, the, for them. And they had... Uh, Roger Stone on. And they're just did you see that one with Brendan? I did, yeah. And Brendan is but the whole time Brendan's just having trouble with his Zoom and he's like, I'm 
all right, I'm going to go on mute. And then he's like talking and he's not on mute. And it's like Roger Stone's just sitting there gritting, doing that thing with his jaw. What is that thing that's, with his jaw? That's a drug it's, addiction. It's, I'm not going to say, but many people are saying. I'm asking. Many people are saying that's what it is. Okay. Same thing with Alex Jones and Don Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's kind of that you know, clenching. Uh, Wait, they're, they're saying it's amphetamine. I heard it was amphetamine. Is that what you said? That's what that's I, what people are that's saying. That's what many people are know. saying. I don't. I'm not saying that. I'm not judging. Just saying what people are yeah, saying. Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, we probably should say allegedly amphetamines with that creep. I should also add, by the way, that September September 9th, September 9th is our second annual Office Hours Fan Choice Awards, which is not not what I call it. I call it the Offies, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Fan <Daddy>. Choice Awards. <laughs> it's never been called. That. That's, the full, that's always been the full name. The yeah. FCAs. FCA. Oh, the Offies. so follow us on social media to take part in the nomination process after the show today i like there was some controversy about this matt because this is your ball of wax you (laughs) said that you can't be nominated if you have won before that's controversial well i'd like to tell that to as as phil braun said on twitter i'd like to tell that to uh Al Pacino or Robert De Niro that right. just because they were they've won they can't be awarded that doesn't seem fair. It was a little uh, it's too complicated to explain in a social Phil? post. What I mean to say is like Tim from Michigan can't be nominated again because that was from the previous season. Well, there can be a period oh, a period of yeah. time, a yeah. time window of which yeah, this occurred. Window. It's the last year. Fair enough. I, I'm maybe sorry, I should have clarified. Very confusing Phil. and the people are very <laughs> upset. People, people are, are also up. confused by sideshow Sideshow? So, yeah. Because yeah. it means something. means something. We mean like it to mean like a circus side fair project kind of thing. Well, we can almost just do the automatic nominations for that because there's only five of them. You know, Joel Hole, right. Pound, uh, The Compound. I like, by the way, just occurred to me. Do you know what just occurred to me? What? The Compound. Yeah, Pound House, Pound mm-hmm. Cats. Did that occur to you? <laughs> just, be honest. Just occurred to you? <laughs> no, be honest. <laughs> Um, that was an it was a no pun intended situation. Yeah. Like at mm-hmm. first I so thought cool. you, were, you were living at the compound that should be the title. Right. Mm-hmm. But then it kind of fits it's in there. There it goes. But I just, in the universe. I'm right? just asking you if it occurred uh, to you or not. It did occur to me. Too. Thank you. Uh, it took me a few weeks for it to occur to me. I, well, just, I got so much stuff going on. So many so many ideas. I can't I can't focus in on all that granular stuff. The pounding. It's gonna come to me when it comes to me. The pounding. Anything else, Denver? I have so many great ideas. You guys have a category for. <laughs> He's a, this guy's a fan. Good. I like what, that guy. Yeah, he likes, he likes the drop. He's a pain in the ass. What, what, yeah, we'll do, shout out a drop. We'll drop. do some drops here. Go ahead. Request some drops. Um, uh, let's see. Let's. Uh, oh, someone in the chat gave yeah, us a like, bunch of money to do Casey drops. Yeah. No, well, you no. know, it's funny. Doug and I just yes, talked yes. about that the Can other we day. The... We're like, well, we haven't done those in a long time. But... Not right, Doug. Can we count the 10? Correct. That sucks. Can we count to ten? <laughs> oh, you yeah, Tyler Silva. Do you... Tyler Silva said, can we please get Casey Kasem on the line? So, wait, would you like Casey to count to ten? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> yeah, I would. Well, I, I want to count at, like, with Casey to ten. <laughs> what the that wasn't Casey. That? Uh, Casey, are you with us? Two. Three. Wait, yeah. Sure. Re- re- ready? <laughs> wait, I wanna, I'm talking to Casey Kasem now. <laughs> My guest is longtime uh, radio DJ, voice of Shaggy from the Scooby-Doo, many voices, well-known, legend, passed away many years ago. His body was, uh, there was a dispute over his remains amongst family. <laughs> but he's joined us from the, the netherworld, the great sea from hell, is the great Casey Kasem. Casey, how are you doing today? Hi, it's me, Casey. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. <laughs> We've got a question. <laughs> We've got a request okay, from the audience here. Would you give us? A, would you do us a favor and count to ten for us? I'm ready. Okay, take it away, Casey. Now on with the countdown. <laughs> no, the countdown. Four. No, no, no. We just want you to count to ten from like one to ten. Okay, good. One. Ten. No. <laughs> No, 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 Casey. Like one, two, three. You know what I mean. This may seem to be a strange request. (laughs) Sure. One, two, three. You got it. (laughs) You got all that? I need to get a ten, though. That's the thing. Ten. No. (laughs) 
No, no. Count from one to ten. It's pretty simple. Want another one? Yeah. No, not just do six. it. One, two, three, four, no, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. <laughs> you motherfucker, get him out! Fuck you, God Casey. Damn it, go dude. to hell. All right. Fuck, go back to hell, I should say. Well, you, you really do all right, let's go. We got some hands raised in the Zoom. For, but God damn it, if Thank I you, don't Jason. understand okay, it. I love you all. Bye, I love you, Jason. I love Denver. I love the Nuggets. I love you, To not come out of a goddamn <laughs> record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and I got to talk about a fucking dog dying. Clay is very hot to trot here. Clay Inferno. What is it that you I want? this is an alias. I think we've talked to this guy. Hey, guys. How are you? Hey, guys. Damn. <laughs> I, I just wanted to uh, see if you're doing some some rehearsal for uh, for Desert Days and, and how that's going. I mean, for me as a as a major procrastinator, <laughs> something that's happening in November feels like it might as well be happening in 2093. <laughs> I have been sweating about it and having nightmares about it. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll like, you know, week of get to get everybody together. And, you know, we know it's not like, uh, we, we know the songs, we know what they are. So we're going to, we'll do it. We'll put it, we'll pull it together. Do you have trouble remembering lyrics? Yes. I can't thing? remember lyrics or say. chords or anything. Do it, do it. Like I saw Elvis Costello. He had a lap or a iPad. But then you, right the in front problem of that is time. you have to then commit to that. The iPad? Just you like just, not Then care. it's just like, then you're you can't go, it, yeah. you can't be looking for it back yeah. and forth. Yeah. Why don't you have a cue card guy? Yeah, you could guy. Like Billy Joel and Elton, they have a guy like that. (laughs) I mean, it's digital. It's like a, you know, teleprompter. I think what's what's unfortunate is, like, when I do those Tim and Eric tours, there's actually a lot of memorizing because there's there's songs and there's things that just happen every night the same way. And you rehearse for two weeks. And at first, you're just, like, totally lost. You guys have seen the, the process. You're, like, making it up. You're figuring it out. You're looking at lyrics. You're not off book, as they say. And then it clicks in, and then you do it every night, and it just becomes like fully automatic muscle memory. You just phone it in every night. <laughs> turn it off and <laughs> tune it in. Could be an empty room. Tune it in and turn it off. Doesn't matter. <laughs> well, but the point is, I don't have that opportunity with this pro- this thing here. I just got to hit the ground running. But And I get nervous, and then I, my brain locks up, and I'm, I'm, I'm just not meant for this world, for this, <laughs> this rock and roll world. Well, I think uh, we're gonna you know take what? No one cares. We'll, we'll keep my mic low, and just, I'll just sing gobbledygook stuff. Just do a uh, do a lip sync kind of thing, right. or get or get a guy like uh, Brian Wilson has a guy that sings all his lines. Mm-hmm. You just get somebody like that. And I, Tim, just, I'll run your CD. Promise it won't skip. <laughs> I do like the idea of just a. Uh, I'll just fully it's like a CD. It's such a, <laughs> yeah, it's an actual. CD. We must like a, have a CD. Uh-huh. It's an obvious lip syncing situation. Like the the people in the, the like we're just fully playing to a full finished. Track like your guitar's not plugged in, and yeah. You're ripping solos and stuff, yeah. People are like, "Huh, this is kind of this is disappointing. This is not what I paid for." But thanks for asking. Are you going to be there, or you're just? Well, I usually go to like New York Comic Con for my birthday and like my sober anniversary in October. But now I think I'm going to go take a trip out there just to see y'all play on Friday and uh, and come back home. I'm in Boston, so okay. uh, oh, I'm thinking wow. about treating myself. Wow. Yeah. Traveling for, you know. Did you say sober birthday or silver birthday? I thought it was... So, sober birthday. Uh, okay. Oh, can, happy yeah, birthday. Good yeah. for you. Do you also... How many birthdays? <laughs> How many? One? <laughs> uh, no, that'll be 15. Wow. Whoa. So do you also yeah. uh, celebrate your real birthday and make everyone's life hell with that too? Uh, I just I celebrate by myself. My girlfriend and I usually go to New York Comic Con and just hang out down there. Cool. But uh, it's I feel like I'm just gonna go and I'm gonna camp and uh, and vibe out. On, what do you think? Of, what, like, why do you, why do you go to the Comic Con? What do you, what are you, what's your interest there? Like, is it, is it uh, well, comics or the cartoons like, or what? Superman. It, it's it it's uh it's all those. I, I have a podcast that does. Uh, we talk about comic books and. Uh, and it usually falls around the time of my birthday in October. Got it. So that's usually why we go. Do you like the, uh, the the explosion of all this into the mass media? Do you like all the Marvel shows and all that stuff? You watch them all? <laughs> I do. I I, I, I kind of watch them all. And uh, and I like Batman's probably my favorite superhero. Of course. Same. Batman. You know why? Because he doesn't West. have any. He doesn't. Well, Adam West, of course. But like <laughs> Batman, the, the, the comic book hero. 
he doesn't have any special like freak uh, like skills. He's just a normal dude. No, he's, he's a rich, normal. He's that a would rich, be Elon Musk. He's rich, guy. but he 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 can't fly like Superman. He can't like walk through walls or anything. He's just it's his mm-hmm. own fists and uh, Robin. You know that's it. I go. I'm with you, Vic. There I go, go. Batman. Then I go Superman. Everybody else can go fuck himself. <laughs> fuck him. You only need Get two superheroes. Yeah. Okay, Jack. What do you That's think? Of, do you like do you like the Fleischer Superman? Do you like the, do you ever see those? Those are amazing. Yeah. Those cartoons. I love those, yeah. and I like how that like the Batman animated series kind of took its look from from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right. Stop. Way if we keep it. talking we about this, we're going to become very popular. <laughs> hey, it's going to become a popular <laughs> show. I know. Hey, yeah. Check the Heidecker's uh, podcast. It's cool. He's talking about comic books and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and superheroes. Well, I look forward to seeing your show, man. I, I'm really digging the record, and uh, I, I'm like. Gotta go see the see it with the full band. Thanks, Clay. Appreciate that. Let me pay for your airfare and your lodging. Okay. Talk to you <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. Uh, obviously, I won't. <laughs> oh, I was like, Can wow, that's very nice. <laughs> Let him stay here. Yeah. Guys, you want to city of the day, or you want to talk to Justice? City of the day, please. Let's stay. Let's become professionals here. Today. Of the die is brought to you by. That sounds kind of like. Speaking of cartoons, sounds a little bit like Fred Flintstone. <laughs> Wilma! Hey! No, I had it for a second. Brought to you by. Hagar's Hagar's. Hi there! There it is. Is that, there, is wow. that him? That was Fred, yeah. Wow. Hey there! You sound like Rush a little bit. Hi there! Hi there! <laughs> Try it again. Hi there. Hey this there. Long distance call from Bedrock. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Flintstone. That took place back in the when the men and and dinosaurs were both living on the planet at the same time, six thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey guys, hey guys, attention, cigar smokers! Don't you wish your stogies didn't take forever to smoke? You light the damn thing, then in 30 minutes you put it in the ashtray and it's not even halfway smoked. You gotta finish it later, it's gross. That's why Sammy Hagar invented Hagar's Hagar's. Hagar's Hagar's are made from real organic extra dry hay, so they burn fast. No more wasting time at the ashtray. Hagar's also burn hot. How do you think Sammy got his rock and roll rasp? He's been smoking (laughs) these babies for decades. And trust me, they'll do a number on your vocal cords. Hay is for horses, but sorry, horses, because hay is now for horseness. <laughs> horse, uh, like, my throat's horse. Horseness. Plus, our Hagars have zero nicotine, so you can be addicted to rock and roll and not chemicals. Hey, you know what else is cool? Each Hagar is lovingly hand rolled by Sammy himself in the back of Cabo Wabo. These Hagar. <laughs> Seems unlikely. These Hagars burn so fast and hot, you can smoke 55 of them. That's why right now, Office right Hours... Right now! That's why right now, <laughs> Office Hours listeners can get 100 free Hagars. 100 free Hagars? When you order your first 500 Hagars by going to hagars.mx and use the code word no tomorrow. No tomorrow! Please allow 6 to 18 weeks for delivery. Wow. Hagars. So, so you're just smoking hay. You're smoking a dry grass. Extra dry hay, yeah. Great. Uh, city of the day is Cheltenham Township, Pennsylvania. Out there in PA. How's the weather out there in PA, Doug? It's got to be in the 70s. This right now. <laughs> well, wait. Get, 10, it's probably well, like... 10.30. No, we're talking 84. Yeah. <laughs> you did not. Is that... Not I did not that. peak, I swear. <laughs> Is that what it is? Yeah, it is. Whoa. And Vic, you wow. love this number. Low of? <laughs> I'm usually the low of uh, guy. I'm going to go it's with true. 69. Hey, yeah. It's that kind of morning, folks. It's 69? Yeah. I was doing a little 69 this morning. You peaked. <laughs> doing a little 69 this morning. Well, he said it was my favorite number. So. Went to my local sex club. <laughs> What's it called? Do you want me to do Desire. the penis thing? <laughs> Desire. <laughs> 
I'm a paying member, and it's just a great time. Sex, sex, sex. It's like going to the sex. gym, you know, but you just fuck. Do you need a Vax That's card, coming. or do you just bring in yeah, your tiny all, Tim? We're all Vax. <laughs> you bring in your tiny, tiny Tim, Tim membership. That's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's all legal. <laughs> it's all consenting. We thought we had I recommend Desire in Glendale. Look it up. It's a nice. They, they have a... They have a storefront that's like a sex shop. You buy dildos and condoms and stuff and mm -hmm. DVDs. How do you get in the back then? You got to be a member. You show your card and is that New Jeopardy host in there? Uh, New Jeopardy. Well, let's talk about that <laughs> later. <laughs> What's that guy's name? I woke up just oh, to no. a flurry of shit, and <laughs> this is the the world is shit. Everybody, there's a couple of bright spots. One of them is this show, Office Hours. So continue to support us and tell your friends. But let's talk about a pure soul, a pure, one of the good guys of rock and roll, <laughs> Tiny Tim with Justin Martell. I always use the pens. Okay. <laughs> Justin, are you there? Tim, thanks for having me on. Good to see you in, uh, in, the, in the flesh, in person. I've, nice, nice to see you too. I've talked to you on the phone. Yes, indeed. And where are you, are you, is that a Zoom background or are you truly up at the top of the world up there in New York? Oh yeah, this is the, uh, you know, this is, you know, the high rise headquarters of the Tiny Tim fan club. <laughs> we have a, yeah, we, we're, we're, we've got a uh, high rise office in Manhattan. Fantastic. <laughs> Congratulations to you guys. That's yeah, a lot of books all, being I mean, sold. Yeah, Tiny Tim's having the, yeah, big comeback. Uh, thanks to you. And I, I guess our new project. <laughs> our new project. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's figure out where to begin. Were you a member? Were you the president of the Tiny Tim <clears throat> fan club before you wrote the book, or during, or after? Good question. And uh, I, I guess the Tiny Tim fan club has sort of a sordid history because actually, Bucks Burnett in uh, Dallas, Texas, was actually the I guess the it's still the president emeritus of the Tiny Tim fan club and was the president of the Tiny Tim fan club, then president of the Tiny Tim fan club in exile, and then president again. <laughs> and this was all while Tiny was still alive. Wow. Um, I guess right now the Tiny Tim fan club sort of more exists in, in theory. We're, we're in the process of relaunching it right now. Uh, and so actually, if anybody wants to be a member, they can go to tinytimfanclub.com. And we've just got like a subscribe option right now, but we will be doing a full launch where with all kinds of fun Tiny Tim merch and memorabilia and ephemera. Any okay. Timor timorabilia, as it were. Is it, what's the membership fees? What's the, what are the dues? We haven't, we haven't gotten to that yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I You sign I up and then you find out. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. I promise it'll, it'll be uh, affordable. Um, well, I have mine right here. This card certifies that Tim Heidecker enjoys a lifetime membership in the Tiny Tim fan club. So... Um, yeah, I'm excited. I, it's I, think, a bit... I think our uh, our secretary Jackson Scoggins sent those out to you guys. So well, I think you, this Jackson. would make you guys sort of uh, the first card carrying members of the sort of revamped Tiny Tim fan club. That would be cool if these were numbered so that it could reflect that somehow. Some like you know Jackson. Or, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So my knowledge and experience and uh, familiarity with Tiny Tim was very uh, surface level. When I began the project of reading the book, reading this, uh, doing the the audio book for this, and we've, I mean, we've talked about this uh, privately. I found the process very challenging, and you don't have to keep saying I'm sorry or thank you. It's just the honest truth that I found that the, that doing an audio book is very hard. I mean, there's harder things in the world. There's coal miners out there. Let's face it, folks, that work very long. There's people in the military. You know, this isn't. The hardest thing in the world but for me it was challenging i'm not a great reader it's it's time intensive but the other thing that was was challenging was learning about tiny because the guy is a hard complicated guy to uh to like i mean he's very difficult he was a very difficult person <laughs> very a uh, uh, very strange um i don't know i don't know what would, what would you call his like Peculiarities, his um, idiosyncrasies, his, idiosyncrasies, mm. yeah, eccentricities, idiosyncrasies, and it was a little bit of a sad story because he's a guy. I mean, it's a great story, and the book is very good, and I, I do highly recommend it. Either reading it or listening to my dumb voice read it. But what are let's go? Let's do this. Let's do. 
let's do, I'm going to put you on the spot. Get, mm. We're going to do t Tiny Tim pros and cons. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. start with a pro because then we start positive. Right. So, I mean, for me and the, and the reason why I decided to write the book in the first place was because, you know, I always thought that Tiny Tim was a trailblazing performer of the last century. And, you know, um, not only, I guess, an underappreciated music historian. So he was a historian of turn of the century music from the cylinder era, from uh, uh, the vaudeville era. And in an age before the internet, um, he kept a lot of those songs alive, you know, in a, in a period of time where you could not easily go up and look, go and look up, you know, obscure Billy Murray and Irving Kaufman and Henry Burr songs, you know, on YouTube and things like that. And so and that's where sort of the name Eternal Troubadour comes from. Um, as a performing, as a performance artist, I also think he doesn't get enough credit you might want to save like that for the, your next when I ask you for the next okay. All right, pro. Because sure. sure. now I want to ask okay, you. Okay, so that's that. That would be pro number one. I okay. would say pro yeah, number one. Let's go to underappreciated music colleges. Okay, con number one. Uh, why don't you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> well, his. I mean, this was a different era. There was the the the, you know, sexuality was a, was thought of a bit differently than it is today. It's hard to kind of take him out of context, but he did seem to have this, uh, you know, unhealthy obsession with younger women, girls, underage often, um, and got himself, got himself into very, like, I would say abusive relationships, or at least his, his uh, main, his wife, who he married on The Tonight Show, that seemed like, you know, a guy who was, I mean, again, there's a little bit of context with the time, and there's also a little bit of context that he seemed to be mentally, um, you know, uh, I don't know what the correct terminology. He had some, probably, you could diagnose him with some actual mental illness. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, he was born... What was that? That was Doug uh, <laughs> installing some <laughs> VR. Wait, I, you know, my computer crashed. What do you Oh, that's do? why it's been so peaceful in here. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no. Um, um, no, I would say he was born in a, in a period of time where they, they didn't diagnose, uh, you know, I guess what would be considered, you know, when you would say on the spectrum. So things yeah. like Asperger's and like that. And so... Those people, despite, you know, the challenges that they would have faced, you know, sort of in in normal society were expected to do just that, go out and have a normal job and assimilate into society as if there wasn't, you know, anything off. And I think that that was very much sort of the, the story there, that there was a lot of pressure from his parents to, you know, to, you know, grow up, be a man, get a job. And what did he do in response? He became a tiny Tim. Right. Um, you know, and uh, at and eventually, you know, when he was in his mid thirties, it it worked. Uh, and for a second, because of that, he became the most famous person on, arguably, the most famous person on the planet for a scratch. Um, but yeah. So I, it, <laughs> I wish my drops could get that loud. <laughs> this is great. I need this all the time. Yeah. I <laughs> thought that was the sound of Doug's computer restarting. <laughs> It's my Dell. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask uh, um, but, why, because yeah. you mentioned like he likes all these like cylinder like era things. Like, how did he know them? Because this is the '60s. I would assume like he didn't have all these cylinders like sitting around. You know, like you can't just like really buy them. Or in the '50s, I guess it would be like where. Yeah, how did, well, he, did think, he come what's about? What's cylinder how did he, demand? The coffee can? No, or what? <laughs> like the? Do you know? What they I know. What you're oh, okay. About. Sorry. Just, I, I never was, heard I was, called the cylinder era. Right. Well, before they had yeah. vinyl, before they yeah. had the disc, yeah, they had they a had before well, maybe the audience doesn't know. Yeah. Tin cylinder that yeah. that was the original design from Edison or whoever. Right. Yeah, and I think that so I mean, he was obviously he was born in 1932 in New York City during the depression to um low-income immigrant parents and uh I think they probably not having money to buy new records. I think the dad, the story is that the dad came home with like a wind up uh, phonograph and um, some Henry Burr 78s. And I nice. think the first record Tiny had was like a 1905 recording of Henry Burr singing Beautiful Ohio. And the way he described <laughs> it was just that when he heard it, he had sort of this rapport with the past. 
And uh, from there became obsessive and developed that encyclopedic knowledge of that era of music, which is interesting because it would actually even sort of would be his parents' era of music or even predate his parents in some respects. Um, Imagine having a cylinder collection instead of yeah. Yeah, and you'd I have think to have a bigger house. You, to do. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. His, I think with the cylinders, you as you asked, I think he actually the New York Public Library. I don't know if they still have it, but they at that time had an archive of cylinders. And I think actually that's where he would have heard the majority of those recordings. I think it's an interesting look at a period of time that um, this sort of perfect storm where the the number the the number of media outlets were so small. Something like the Johnny Carson show was watched by so many people that you could have a somebody like him, something so eccentric and so strange and sort of on the fringe, hit in a certain way that so many people watched that he became incredibly famous and successful for a short period of time. But um, it was, I mean, a lot of that success and fame was was kind of this uncomfortable dance with the fact that he was seen as kind of a freak. He was kind of seen as a novelty act or a joke or the joke was, was on. Yeah, was he the butt of the joke on like Carson well, when he was on there? To, yeah. To some, well, yeah. yeah. I think you would say, short answer, yes. I think Carson probably appreciated what he was doing to some degree, would you say? Yeah, he I think that Carson definitely got it, Yeah but was also happy for Tiny to play the clown, you know? And, and obviously Carson knew that would, would play to his audience when he would ask Tiny questions about girls or if he was married and things like that. And Tiny would just giggle and, and you Tiny know, was and, self -aware and obviously of the too. audience I mean, ate that up. Tiny knew the part he was playing in that relationship too. Yes, 100%. He, and that, that was always sort of the, the problem with it because he wanted to be sort of taken seriously as a, as a singer um, but then would always sort of play to the least common denominator when he would end up in these situations on, on Laughing or Ed Sullivan and, and things like that, just because he knew he could get a reaction. Right. Yeah. It, and even and even like even later on, like going on Howard Stern and talking about being impotent and always wearing depends. I know you guys have sort of revived <laughs> a lot of the uh, the sound bites there, which is great because certainly Howard Stern doesn't play them anymore. So we have them on office hours. Which oh, is, is that is that a dig? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit of a dig. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes, they've sanitized their operations quite a bit. Yeah. yeah exactly. um, as much like Tiny Tim likes to keep saying, he was a very clean he's, person. He's, That's the other thing about him yeah, is uh -huh. he yeah. was incredibly clean. You couldn't, the dude wouldn't go to the bathroom if it was a public bathroom, correct? He had to correct. do his business in his own home. Which I appreciate. I wish my guys would but, start. No, but he would use. No, he <laughs> would working on that. He would. He would take a dump in his in his panties, right? In his pants, right? No. Isn't that his thing? That's why he's wearing the depends, isn't it? No. No, I think the depends oh. actually were meant to be like disposable underwear. He had oh, this yeah, uh, yeah. theory. Yeah, he had this theory that you couldn't wash germs out of towels, like uh, like hotel room towels, or mm -hmm. your underwear. So that's why he would always use okay. a roll of paper towels instead of like a bath towel. And depends as like disposable underwear. And then he would also wear, he would also uh, apply skin cream all, he would be obsessed with, with a woman, women's skin cream, like oil of Olay or whatever. What was his brand? What yeah. Was his... Well, yeah. Oil, oil, oil of Olay. Olay and, and yeah, and all, all that stuff. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, you look at it and yeah, it's like kind of these like mild autistic obsessions of yeah. somebody who grew up again during the depression <clears throat> era. So like, you know, you had, uh, you know, he became obsessed with advertisements and game shows where like, you know, the prizes were like lifetime supplies of household items and things like that. And so he had an obsession with consumer products and experimenting with different makeup brands and, and all that kind of stuff. Here's another con. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, and this was, the this kind of, like, oh, I mean, this kind of made him yeah. truly, uh, <clears throat> counterculture in a way he was like counterculture almost like to the third degree because or like a double switch situation because he was extremely conservative uh politically he was like and he remained that way like during the 60s when he, you know the beatles are going to see him at royal albert hall and everybody's Break fetting him and, to the other side light my fire and he's like <laughs> and he's like <laughs> i'm for the i'm for the uh, vietnam war 
I support the yeah. bombing of Cambodia. You know, like, like not that bad, but <laughs> yeah. he was like pro Nixon. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was, he was for fucking Rand, uh, I was going to say Randy Newman. He was for <laughs> Reagan. Yeah. He was, uh, he was like, he had said all this shit about AIDS, like, like you know, Eric yeah. Clapton. In a way. Yeah. He's almost like, yeah, he's like a, yeah. <laughs> he's like a proto Eric Clapton type. <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah, and, and even and even and even coming up in the Greenwich Village scene with you know Bob Dylan and Peter Paul and Mary and, and uh, folk singers and stuff, but he still he had those views. I, again, I think that a lot of that is was just um, sort of to be the opposite of the parents because the parents were uh, Marxists. Right. They by all by that by all accounts they had actually never gotten married. So if you look at everything that Tiny Tim says and does, you know, the mother is Jewish, father's Catholic, Tiny Tim has this sort of self-styled Christianity. Mm-hmm. Um, he He's against doing anything before marriage. Marriage is only for children. He's right-wing conservative. But even those views could, like, change, you know, per, depending on the situation. I know, well, for He would be malleable if it meant work or not work, right? Like, work exactly. always was the thing that yeah. trumped everything. He's and a I, skid, Marcus. And I know, for instance... <laughs> I know, for instance, he voted for Kennedy and Carter and stuff like that. So he he would kind of, you know, yeah. He, I mean, also he was trying, like, his whole thing was kind of evocative of that sort of like turn of the century, you know, the Disney vision of what America used to be like and this clean Main Street, you know, right? Exactly. And like that. So, right. And like having grown up, like watching like the parades of returning World War II vets and stuff like that. So that's why he comes out with sort of that fiery rhetoric about Vietnam and supporting Nixon. But did he really, was he pro-war in his heart of hearts? I don't really think so. Did he, did he have friends? Were there people that like would be seen with him in public? Would he talk to anybody? Would he hang out with anybody? Or was it just like him and his depends, you know? (laughs) Uh, I think, you know, I think it was basically more like whoever he was working with at the time Uh by all accounts. Yeah. It was kind of difficult to, you know, he probably had people, yeah, well, he probably had people he considered his friends, but by all accounts, it was hard to like connect with him on like a deeply personal level. Who was that Even guy that was like weirder than him? To... That was like, uh, I want to pee pee. Yeah, <laughs> who was that guy? <laughs> what? Who was that guy? Micro Michael. I don't know. I don't know. He said, <laughs> said he wanted to pee pee, but uh, no, you know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? Yeah, I know. So Isidore Fertel. Mitch Miller. Isidore Fertel. Mitch. Yeah. Oh, people. Uh, no, seriously, people, your listeners should look up. Check out Isidore Fertel. He was known as Tiny Tim's Tiny Tim. Yeah. And wow. uh, he was, yeah, Tiny Tim's opening act in the, like the 70s and 80s. PP. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and, and so, um, he, but Tiny produced Isidore Fertel's one and only single. By the way, is, uh, you know what's fucked up? I'm on out. Apple Music trying to look up Tiny Tim, and there's another artist now named Tiny Tim. Like, fuck wow. off. Is it a rapper? What does he do? I don't know. An R&B artist? He's, yeah, he's got some bullshit out. Like, and I'm trying to like dig through it and that's fucked up. Oh, well, I mean, you can find the real tiny Tim, I guess if you go to, um, yeah, I recommend, I don't know. I recommend, I certainly recommend the book. Um, there, I, I mean, I'll say this. I think God bless tiny Tim is a masterpiece of a record. I love that record. It's yeah, so absolutely. Crazy. I mean, the reason, first and foremost, for writing the book is, you know, obviously all of those like idiosyncrasies and stuff with Tiny Tim, like the Depends and all that stuff is interesting. Mm-hmm. But for me, first and foremost, Tiny Tim was a, a trailblazing performance artist who doesn't get enough credit if you look at popular mm-hmm. music and pop culture before Tiny Tim and then you look at it after um, and sort of the mark that he left that he didn't get credit for. And then again, as a, as a musicologist and you know, I, as you said, listen to God Bless Tiny Tim, listen to Tiny Tim's second album. All those albums on Warner Brothers, they're great. Mm-hmm. And were revered and well-reviewed by the rock intelligentsia of the time. Well, he, and that was he had I some big-time supporters in the beginning, though. That, uh, what's his name? The producer who did, uh, who did Ringo's albums and stuff. Um, yeah, Richard Perry. Richard Perry. Wow. That's heavy. That's a heavy and the, hitter. And the Stones and the Beatles yeah. were all in the audience for that. Uh, yeah. Royal Albert what's Hall. what's the name of that guy? Edward. For, what record is that on? That I because I compl- I was complaining about it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, we did it. So we did a Tiny Tim Isidore Fertel split seven inch called uh, I think War Between the Sexes, right. and it had some of Tiny Tiny's more uh, I don't know lurid and uh, perverse I mean, and misogynistic tracks, and then we yeah. had. The flip side were Isidore Fertel's pro women's lib. Okay, this is uh, the, and you have a, so you have a you have a defense of this song from is uh, 
from uh, Isidore Fertel. But, and I'll, I'll play the song and then you can defend it. Um, but the song is called I Made a Wee Wee in My Panties. <laughs> so, that's, so that's actually, that's a Tiny Tim song. Oh, this is a Tiny Tim song. So here it that's is. That's Tiny Tim. I made wee wee in my panties, and I don't know what to do. Okay, what is the deal with that? What? This was an so old timey women's lib song, no, or what? No, 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 no. So, so Tiny wrote. He says at the beginning of that tape, he says, "I wrote this words and music by myself." If you can imagine, someone wrote it all by themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he didn't have an no, arranger. Actually, so or Richard Perry wasn't involved in, in fleshing yeah, that out. If you imagine that, Richard Perry was not involved in that one. Um, no, he that we found that on a tape, like a private tape that he had made for his third wife, Miss Sue. And the whole tape is kind of this weird meandering drunk monologue where he's talking about he doesn't want to stop drinking she wants him to stop drinking and it kind of seems like he's in like a diabetic episode or something mm. he sounds really out of it and then he starts singing these weird songs like we didn't even put it on on that release but there's another one called i can't get my dick up anymore <laughs> and i made wee wee in my panties and this other stuff <laughs> Uh, it's really out there. So yeah, so then we took those tracks and, and released it as a split seven inch with Isidore Fertel a couple of years ago. Yeah. Well, are you, are you, do you worry that like you're going to, well, you know, good use of uh, resources there. <laughs> yeah. You're bringing, you're, you know, you're raising awareness of tiny Tim, to, but do you think if too many people find out he's going to get canceled? You know, there's like, no, no, no because you know what? I think that, uh, you know, and, and Tim and I talked about Tim Heidecker, that is, and I talked about this. It's if you're going to look at Tiny Tim, I mean, if you, people can read the book and you know judge for themselves. I think that even with some of his exploits, he was still pretty tame as far as rock stars are concerned. So yeah. if you're going to go after Tiny Tim, I don't know. We got to be looking at a lot of other people, you know, if we're going to go down that like route. Dylan, like Dylan, like Dylan, like Dylan, like Jim Morrison, you know, John <laughs> like Lennon. I mean, all of them, Nicholson. frankly. Yeah, I'm like yeah, Dylan. Exactly. Um, yes, I know people were going to ask me. The Dylan, did you? What was your two two cents on the Dylan story this week? Uh, the Dylan story this week, in terms of what? Some I read. A, I read a story about the new bootleg series in Mojo that we're talking about. <laughs> that's that's exciting! Story. Springtime in New York. He didn't yeah, catch Springtime the... New York. I'm pumped. <clears throat> I've been waiting for the '80s Dylan bootleg series for a long time. No, there was some. There's some lawsuit that Dylan is. Uh, that's this woman's come out and claimed that he. Uh, drugged and raped her and uh you know held her prisoner i'm like dylan uh in the chelsea hotel in 1965 not funny doug it gets it wrong whenever i do the you know the bad one uh i have no comment except to say um there's there'll be more coming out on that from what from what i've looked at there'll be more information on that I mean, I just read this big Dylan biography. It's almost as big as your book about Tiny Tim, but it goes from like the when from the '40s to 1966. It's kind of Behind a, the Shades by Clinton Halen. It's his new one. It's the same author, but okay. it, it's called The Double Life of Bob Dylan, and it's I guess okay. it's kind of an updated. He's he had access to that Tulsa archive, where all his papers are and everything, and you know yeah, his, his life, especially at that time, is so well documented. It's so every day seems to be, you know, in some way accounted for. He's half that time that this that this lawsuit mentions, or more than half, is like he's literally being filmed in London for his tour of London, uh, for which is filmed for uh, Don't Look Back, the film, and you know, and then the the lawyer who's behind this lawsuit seems like a quack. If you look, if you look into him, he's like one of these um, guys that brings all sorts of frivolous lawsuits up. But the way the headlines are, it's sort of like the damage is done, whether it happened or not. It's just like people are just going to see that. They're not going to. But, you know, there could be some there. I, I'm not making a judgment one way or the other. Um, I still love everything. You know, I still love the Can guy. I get my two cents? Yeah. <clears throat> well, when it comes to these allegations about things that happened in the 60s, don't look back. Nice. I don't stand by that. I think, oh, I think you could. You, I think you what should and could. What, I think you can. Just, like, yeah, just walk out. Is that a song I got a, or something or it's just a, a movie It's title. a movie. I got a movie quote. title. I got a statement for you. Don't look back. You know, you're not going to like what <laughs> yeah, you see. Exactly. You're not going to like yeah. what you You're not going to like, so don't look. I mean, there's no question all these guys, if you want to talk about Steven Tyler, Jimmy Page, 
Robert Plant, uh, the legendary the Eagles. Ted I mean, there were Ted Nugent. There Marrying was all kinds girls. of inappropriate stuff going on. That if you want to open that book, let's do it. But yeah, exactly. You know. and that's why I said, you know, if so, if we're going to look at Tiny Tim, I think he's still pretty tame comparatively, even with the Depends and. Uh, well, what was fascinating and, and was young brides and all those things. What was fascinating was how many women like were fell in love with him, even in his dark darkest like kind of lowest career points where he's like living in a hotel in ohio was it ohio he was living in oh iowa iowa yeah. in iowa yeah. no offense to iowa but he's living in iowa in a hotel doing this like night supper club and women this woman is like i i fell in love i'm i can't yeah. i'm obsessed with tiny tim and you know tiny tim's old and he's wearing diapers and he's putting <laughs> skin cream all over him. which and, wife like, was that He's drinking what? beer. That's and number like three. Eating, oh, that was you know, Miss Sue. Canned food, and he'd refer to yeah. her. Like, and why does she miss if they're married? Well, okay. they're all. Every, everybody was, no matter who it was. Uh-huh. Justin. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's that old Southern gentleman thing, you know. And, uh, and you, you know, talking about you're talking about all these women who were like obsessed with him. It's uh, the first wife, Miss Vicky, was a reaction to the fact that he was totally like devout Christian and stuff, and he had all of these girls hanging out, hanging all over him when he got you know, really famous in 1968. And so his diaries are filled, as you read, Tim, in yeah. the new audiobook. Yeah. His diaries are filled with these accounts of like encounters in his hotel with these young girls and stuff. So he was trying to get out of it. Yeah. And that's why he rushed into that marriage that became the Tonight Show marriage, because he was trying to save himself from sin, as it were. I want to read something from uh, John Galantini, who just put something in the quote from a few minutes ago. <laughs> who I guess is listening to the audiobook, he says, I lost count of the amount of times I heard Tim read the line, causing him to ejaculate in his <laughs> pants, and I'm only up to chapter 11. <laughs> it's true. There's, it's one of the funny things, and like, I'm I mean, I'd love to do night. a character like this. He's just like constantly coming. Uh, like he's like, yeah. like he gets near a woman. He's like, like <laughs> full of jack. Multiple and, orgasms. And like everyone knew, the manager was like, and eh, we got to uh, change Tiny over here. He's I had, uh, had a, a little incident. Maybe that's what the Depends are for. <laughs> yeah, yeah. pretty wild. Yeah, there's that great lot. account of, of the, the backup singer tickling his hand and then Roy oh. Raiden yelling at her because he had to get the pants dry in the bathroom. Yeah. All right, um, Justin. Well, listen. I mean, I don't know how many times I read about it in those diaries. I think his, his uh, what the way he would describe it is he would say, got wet, which was very odd. This yeah. is his way of describing the ejaculations. It's 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 not fun to, to talk about. It's not fun to read <laughs> into a microphone. What, can I, what's the next freak you're going to write about? Like, who's are you going to write another book? <laughs> call him a freak. He's <laughs> <laughs> a freak. I mean that lovingly. Kind right, of. I have to move. We'll, we'll find that uh, that answer right. out next time. Or Justin, if you want to tell our audience offline, I have to move the show along. Thank you, Justin. I was it's, Thank you, I'm really glad I got to be a part of the the project, you and I'm glad we got to talk it. about it today. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to welcome to the show, we're going to have some comedy finally. It's been a very comedy-free show, in my opinion. We're going to have lots to... (laughs) (laughs) Um, We've got a great special guest. We're going to have some comedy after the comedy. We're going to have a break, and we'll be back with more show after the break. But right now, I'd like to please welcome back to Office Hours Live, the one and only... Jay Wengerton! Hello! Hey, it's really great to be here on Office Hours. You know, I appreciate you, Tim, Doug, Vic, Matt, for having me and letting me perform on today's show, because, um, to be honest, uh, I'm... I'll be quite frank, I'm kind of fucking weird. Um, like, something about me is not right in the head, all right? I mean, this shouldn't come as a surprise, but... Okay, I'm so weird. On the way over here, I uh, walk right into a Walgreens drugstore. You know, just a typical Walgreens, nothing huge or anything. And uh, I walk right in. I act like everything's normal. I walk into customer service. I go, oh, hello, sorry to bother you really quick. Hello, um... Do you sell walls? Uh, do you sell any walls? Yeah, I mean, your name's Walgreens. Like, I say this to the employee with a straight face. Um, but yeah, like I said, um, me and my buddies, my buddies and I are insane. Okay, 
the other day we pick up some helium, right? And uh, we start singing like we're Alvin and the fucking chipmunks, you know, Whoa. right there in the whole community <laughs> season, town square. Like, who does that? Like, okay, I'm the kind of dude, yes, thank you. I'm the kind of dude, like, who am I? I'm the kind of guy who puts glue on his shoes just to walk up walls, right? Like, no questions asked. <laughs> like, I mean, yesterday, I dress up like a fucking mailman, and the twist is, uh, I don't let the dogs chase me. I chase the dogs just to mess with my neighbor's heads. I don't know. <laughs> These are the kind of social experiments I've been getting into. Like, you know, we're adults now. We do what we want. Like, I don't know. I, back when I was a kid, shit wasn't so easy. I don't know. I feel like I was just a kid yesterday. Do you remember your childhood, Tim? Very well. Yeah. I don't know. For me, I can barely remember it. You know, it just kind of flies on by. You know? Fly like an eagle. Who I see. Fly like an eagle. Ow! But what else? Oh, um, <laughs> after you're a child, there's those awkward years called adolescence. Adolescence. Yeah, I don't know. It's so awkward. My voice cracked. <laughs> I started getting hair. Yep, down there. <laughs> and I started having thoughts about making love, not war. <laughs> yep. Adolescence sure was one crazy motherfucking time for me and my friends. Yeah, childhood is a hell of a lot like smoking too much cannabis. <laughs> I can never remember what I did, right? But judging by the used bowls of yummy sugar cereals strewn about my kitchen, <laughs> munchies, prepare for liftoff. <laughs> Rockets engage. <laughs> okay, listen to this. Speaking of munchies, the other day I'm at a bakery, you know, just uh, picking up some breads and sweet treats, nothing big. And I go, hey, uh, I want some cupcakes, you know? I go, I want cupcakes. And the baker goes, how many do you want? What do you want, a half a dozen? And I go, huh? Who says half a dozen, right? <laughs> just say six, you dumb bastard. <laughs> six cupcakes, none of this half dozen bullcrap. I don't know. I'm telling you, I'm seriously crazy. You guys, do you believe me? You're convinced? Okay, I'll tell you. I, I go into a Burger King. I'll end on this. I go into a Burger King. Uh -huh. And I go, oh, hello. Uh, do you actually have a king? Do, do you have a king? Uh -huh. Like, Am I crazy for doing this? I, I walk in there in the fucking Burger King. And I go, hey, where's your king? And the employees laugh till the cows go home. Um... <laughs> Oh, wait, I can do one more. I can do one more Please. if we have a minute. Um, if you're ever sad, this is just to end on an uplifting note. If you're ever sad, just imagine how much worse it would be to be a tree that spent years and years growing up only to end up as Nickelback's songwriting notebook. <laughs> and the lyrics are piss poor. <laughs> but, uh, or any... Any notebook, any piece of... Yeah, any notebook. Thank you, Tim. But yeah, Sorry. that was... Uh, there could be better notebooks. I got to agree with Jay on that. Sure, but... Nickelbacks was the punchline. Got it. But yeah, no... Um, Sorry to interrupt. No, that was actually... More? No, that was the closer. Oh, I, I think... apologize. I, st I stamped all over the closing. So. No, I liked I liked your tag. But seriously, thank you guys so much for having hey, me. Hey, let's hear it for Jay Weingarten. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Hey, Jay, uh, what, are you, what are you doing now? Uh, nothing really. Well, come on over the couch okay, and hang great. with us for a little bit. That'd Thank be awesome you. if we could welcome Jay, uh, Jay over the couch. And he's going to sit in for the uh, uh, second half of the show. Uh, that's well, he gonna got be walked great. over to the couch. That's pretty good. Yeah. He killed. No, killed. Yeah, absolutely. Good new stuff. It's all new stuff, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that's awesome. Great new material from Jay Weingarten here live in the studio. We're going to chat some more. We're going to take. Uh, more Zooms, more calls. We're going to talk about this controversy over there at the Jeopardy program. We've been following this with the Jeopardy. It's like they can't find a host. Now they find a host and he's a nightmare. Uh, we're going to talk about the new Facebook um, VR experience that just launched today. Very exciting. And uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be a whole new hour of sh uh, more One more hour of show coming your way, of course. If you're watching live, you're going to keep watching. If you're watching us on the playback, this is where the show ends if you're not a patron. So join patreon.com slash office hours live. Many of you did, but we want many more. 
I want the show to be more popular than even the James Corden program on CBS. We'll be back in a five minutes. Enjoy this music brought to you by DJ Doug Pound. Hey, everybody. It's Tim Heidecker here. Are you enjoying Office Hours Live? Do you want to hear more? Well, there's a whole extra hour that's for patrons only. Just go to patreon.com slash Live. And there you can sign up for as low as $5 a month. There's an annual pass that I highly recommend. Not only will you get an extra hour of office hours, you'll get so much more. Original series like uh, The Compound, The Joel Hole, my extensive deep dive into the Beatles catalog, Please Please Let It Be, so much, my Saturday morning blog. Often I'll throw up uh, my food that morning, but as well as little uh, unreleased things, things that haven't come out yet, personal details, my medical history. Uh, You'll have access to everything you've ever wanted. If you just go to patreon.com slash office hours live, it is the fuel that runs office hours. The pounding. 